Hey guys, before this episode of the Fightcast, we want to give a shout out to our newest sponsors, Rad Bear and Ship Autumn Brewery. Rad Bear is an American-made extreme sports apparel company based out of Tampa, Florida. They just launched, so check them out on Instagram and Facebook. We will be giving you guys frequent updates on Rad Bear's newest apparel. Ship Autumn Brewery prides themselves on crafting the finest ales and lagers possible by using only the freshest ingredients which are hand-selected by the head brewer. They manage to maximize the complex flavors of the malts and hops used. Enjoy the show. The term great fighter gets thrown around a lot, and there are levels of great fighters, but the highest level of mixed martial arts fighter the world has ever seen exists right now and it exists embodied in one man and that man is Artem Lobov What's going on, Knockout Junkies? Today is April 24th, 2019. This is episode number 12 of the Fight Cast. My name is Zach Zarko, and I'm sitting next to Chase Deskins, Brad Francis, Payne Hansen. We got another big ass interview for you guys today. Dwight Grant is going to be on a little later. Uh, if you guys didn't catch Dwight's win on UFC, was that 235 or was 236. that 236? 236. 236. Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Okay. So he caught a big dub over. Um, Joban. 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 Alan. Alan Joban. Alan Joban. Yeah, he ended up beating him in the decision. It was controversially split. We but can, we can talk about it. But I think Durant, Dwight, uh, Dwight got that shit. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I think I just, I mean, Joban was a little more aggressive, but we'll ask Dwight his, uh, his opinions and see what he has to say about his fight. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, let's hop into it, guys. I mean, let's start with 236 because we haven't been on for a while. Um, those fights were fucking insane, bro. Yeah, great card. Like, those two main card fights, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Fucking insane. The interim belts, fucking handed out. Yeah. Style vendor. Got two new champs. Well, interim champs. <laughs> interim but. champs, yeah. Doesn't mean shit. Yeah. You guys are second place. You got an award for being second place. Dude, Congrats. it's kind of funky. Yeah, like, they should be as hell. There's the no belts point, look like, the same. Like, yeah. Dana White's got to fix that. At least give them... Give him a give him a medal that looks like the fucking uh, FC bare knuckle medal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like the interim. Why though? Like, what's the point? I don't like this fact that the belt's the same. But could you imagine if that last Israel fight would have gone three rounds? Because that's what it would have been. No, well, they wouldn't make. I say they would make it five. No, rounds. Dana already said it would have been a three. But round like, fight. that's what Dana should be like. Yo, it's a five round fight. Like, it, it's just like they should definitely differentiate between the belts. But other than that, I like it. If anything, it brings more excitement to the sport. I guess. I just feel like... <coughs> yeah, I feel like it makes like a, a waiting process for whoever's going to fight the champ. Like, cause, but now we're going to have a competition for the interim belt champion, and then we're going to have a competition for like the actual uh, like championship belt. Yeah. So I feel like you know people are going to be fighting to be interim champ, and that interim champ's going to have to fight a bunch of fools before he can you know eventually fight the actual champ. So... Well, it should be, like, the interim champ should just automatically fight the... Yeah, it should be his next fight, like, after he gets a belt, which is... I mean, that's going to happen 
Uh, for Poirier. Maybe, though. They say Ferguson. There's a chance. They say Ferguson? They, they, there's, there's a chance. See, that's what I'm saying. They're it's just, just dumb. Fucking, they're pushing that fight back further yeah. and further. <clears throat> Like no, I think uh, besides like having the interim belt, they should uh, just be like, "Yo, whoever wins this fight fights the fights the um, champ." You know? Yeah. Like you don't need to add a fucking belt to it. <laughs> I don't. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Don't add a belt for second place. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one wants to compete for second place. Yeah. It's fucking that simple. Like, all right, cool. You're better than most people, but you're not better. You're not the best in the fucking division. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fuck the interim belt. But those fights, style bender. Gaslam got fight of the night. Um, Stylebender performance of the night. Okay. That fight was fucking insane. Did anything surprise you in that fight? Dude, honestly, yeah, I was surprised it went five rounds with how much they were getting rocked. <laughs> yeah. They were throwing fucking hands, dude. Dude, that fucking Gaslam, man, he got a chin of a fucking stone. I wonder how many times Gaslam <laughs> got dropped. Uh, dude, dude, I think it was four. Four, yeah. four or five. There was a lot in that the last, last round. The last round. Last, like, there was minute. Three dude, drops. Yeah, he got knocked down. Dude, if that, if that he fight was, chin, though. He stayed alive. If that fight was three rounds, would he have won? Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. It completely changes history. Yeah. Because he definitely won the first round. Second probably round lost he, the second, but, like, I could argue for the third round, right? Yeah. yeah. I gotta rewatch it, but, like... He definitely had the first round. Yeah. All of these fights come down to, like, who has a little bit left in their gas tank mm-hmm. when they're Still five rounds. For that's sure. It. Um, Israel showed up. <laughs> Israel did show up. He's the real deal, bro. Yeah, like, he is. He's incredible. The hype is... It's not hype. He's, he's fucking legit. Yeah, I think this is, like, a great win for Israel just because it gives him, like, one of those notable fights mm-hmm. um, before he has to go for a championship. He got all five rounds of fucking experience, so he knows what that's like now. Um, you know he's fucking stoked. Oh, yeah, he's hyped. Like, but, he hasn't lost in the UFC. He already got a belt. Like, Sean, was, Sean O'Malley was saying, like, they both popped off at the same time, kind of, mm-hmm. and he's already fighting for the belt. Yeah, but and like Sean's been, yeah, Sean's been out for a while. Yeah, with the suspensions. Suspension, suspension's over though. Yeah, sir. It's hype. He's got he's got a big fight coming in July, right? Oh uh, yeah, July. He said, "Let's go." I wonder who he's gonna fight. Dude, Manny, Manny called him out. <laughs> I didn't realize that when you said it yesterday. Yeah, he called his ass out. <laughs> but like, let's say Sean, like, how how many fights do you think it takes for him to get a title shot in that division? Um, two, three. Which division is it again? Bantam. Bantam. I'd say like. Two or three, yeah. Yeah. Like, there can't be more than that. Like, he's already proved himself as, like, a great fighter. Dude. What is he... Was he ranked before he got suspended? Nah. No? Yeah, he only has two UFC wins. He's currently not ranked at all. Jesus. I mean, I think he's better than anybody else in that weight class. Dude, I swear, bro. (laughs) Way better. I don't know if... I'm just because I'm a huge fan of him, but... I swear no one's as fast as him. He's just creative and fast as shit, like... It's insane, but yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, the Holloway versus Poirier fight also got fight of the night. Um, that one surprised me a little. Crazy fight too, dude. I mean, it, you just saw with Max, like it wasn't. He was landing a lot, but he just wasn't doing any fucking damage. Like, no power. Every, every fucking punch that Dustin threw, bro, was just stunning. Yeah, like, he's having he to like, fucking go back. Is that I, think, I think any other like if he were to fight anyone else in that division, like. I don't know. I think Poirier besides him and Khabib, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's definitely like he's good. Like I don't think he should just take that L and just move back down and be like, okay, fuck it. Like, I mean, stay up there. Like, obviously, you're not gonna get the belt yet. But mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't think he should. I mean, he should definitely move back down, but like health wise, like I don't know, dude. Yeah, he just looks way smaller than Poirier. He does. does. Just yeah, like their arm size, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. I, he's in that a stocky dude. I didn't yeah. realize that. He's a fucking. Until he came out. Yeah. Like he's just like stocky. Yeah, dude. Max Holloway is more like a lengthy, just like kind of skinny body type. Yeah. Cut, but just skinnier. Yeah. Yeah, it's great for when he's fighting um, in featherweight, but like besides that. Like it's kind of harder with that body type to fucking move up a weight class where everybody's yeah, kind of your height. Yeah, like, I that feel like reach that advantage goes away. Absolutely. You know yeah, what? Max's style see. is just fucking touch. I want to see Zabit uh, versus uh, Holloway. Yeah, be Holloway. That's gonna be that'd be lit, bro. Dude, that'd be insane. It's gonna that happen. Be a great fight. Dude, that would be insane, bro. It's gonna happen eventually. Zabit's I'm trying to think. Who's who's up? Like, who's gonna be the next featherweight guy to get a title shot? Um. Zabit, right? It's not gonna be Ortega. It's not gonna no. be all. Dude, Zabit's not. Yeah, Zabit's I don't think he's not. He, yeah, I don't he's, think he's that high. Yeah, he's pretty. He's ranked pretty low. Really? His last win against Jeremy Stevens. Not a feather. Feather. Zabit's number six. Zabit's number yeah, six. I don't think he has a title shot. This Volanovski guy's more. been fucking on the on the tear. No one knows about him though. Oh, was that the guy on the two thirty six too? Oh uh, no, I didn't fight on that. Oh, he's okay. he's fighting Aldo. I, you guys can't tell me. I, I would Frankie Edgar versus the beat like oh the beat would destroy Frankie Edgar. Yeah, yeah he's nah, Frankie give him give fun. him gives a beat Brian Ortega next. Like Brian Ortega, Ortega. Brian Ortega's on his way out. Like he's <laughs> fucked. He's on Modelo's fucking commercials. <laughs> yeah, now. like he's got the curse. <laughs> Once you're on the Modelo commercials, it's over. But now nah, Ortega's got a, a lot of fire in next. Like or uh, like he's still got he's still up and coming. Like. Yeah, but no, nah, I say I compared to these other guys. Like, I mean, we saw what Max fucking did to him. Max is way fucking better. Zabit's the same fucking type. So Zabit's gonna be. I think he would fucking work Ortega worse than Max. Honestly, no one can work uh, anyone worse than what uh, Max did to uh, Ortega. I mean, maybe that not. Was bad. Yeah. Maybe not just straight damage, but like I'm saying, like a knockout or something. Because Zabit's a little more crazy than Max is. Dude, they gotta they gotta schedule that fight. Cause who's who's up? Like he could fight Moicano next, but ooh, I don't know if he wants to. Yeah, it's a fight down, right? Yeah, but he Moicano just came off of L. Dude, he's he's one ahead of uh, Zabit. Moicano. Yeah. Dude, if they announce that fight, Moicano's a beat, and we get that Moicano interview, should be fire. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be fun. They need to schedule an interview or a fight for him just so we can fucking interview him, dude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so what's next? Um, let's go into these fights that happened la- uh, this Saturday. Um, what was it like four four twenty? Yeah, those four twenty fights. Four twenty fights. They were lit. Um, I mean, I didn't really know any of the other guys because it was just in full Russia. of Russians, dude. Yeah, a lot of Russian yeah. guys. Dude, the Islam dude. I didn't see the full uh, fight, boy. but I heard that shit was fucking fire. I saw the end of it. I saw. I heard it was close. I saw Islam won. It was a good fight, but like, I didn't think Islam won. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? I thought Islam was kind of controlling. Oh that yeah, shit. it was. I think he, I, he was. I losing thought I got the, the other guy the first two rounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was Did like you remember right? Like I remember the first first round. He Islam lost. came up, came out, and showed out third round. But like, dude, it's because it was in Russia, bro. Where's home away from? Uh, Russia for sure. Both yeah. of them. Uh, I don't know sure. about that other guy, dude. Armand. Oh, what 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 flag is that? 
So we Fuck, dude. I'm fucking shit up. Where's the flag? That shit right there? Denmark? Oh, the, the the guy that Islam fought? Yeah. It was like, it's not Russia. I thought he was from... I don't know. His last name sounds crazy, though. Yeah. Sarukan. Say that. Sarukan. Sarukan? Sounds Saruken. like a fucking Goku character or whatever the fuck. His hometown is R. Arlovsky. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Yeah. That doesn't even look like a word. Dude, I don't know. I'm not gonna whatever. Look that. Yeah. He yeah, fuck that guy. Dude. Yeah, I didn't know why we were talking about him. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah. That fight was straight, and the Alistair over and fight Olenek. I knew that shit was gonna be a first round finish. Dude, uh, he was getting fucked up. Yeah. Over him at first, dude. Like, I mean, pressure wise, like he was getting pushed up against the cage. But I mean, I had Overeem winning. Yeah. Well, he slapped Overeem her, yeah. got fucking like hurt at all in that fight. Like I felt like he was like eating those punches, but like nothing was really phasing. Like I saw him backing up a lot. So like he was I, covering he probably, up well. He probably like got hurt a little bit, but I just didn't think he was ever like that stunned. Like because like at one point it looked like the announcers were fucking going off. They cut to that crazy ass camera angle right over. Yeah, stage, yeah, I remember that. Like, looking for the knockout to happen and like. He was just eating punches. Um, and then do that fucking knee to knock him out. He's fucking tough, bro. Like, imagine he's 45 and 17. That's 52 fights in the heavyweight division. Catch his L's, though. That's, yeah, 17 L's. He's coming off two. Yeah, he has two 62 wins, fights. Oh, that's 60. Oh, yeah, 62. My math is ass, dude. I haven't taken a math class since freshman year. That is insane, though. Well, I wonder how much money he's made. From the UFC. Oldick a shitload, dude. Bro. He was a champ yeah, at one Oldick time. Oldick has hella fights, dude. Holy hell, dude. He has the highest... Um, 57 and 12. Like, were you saying he has the highest uh, fucking strike rating or whatever? Strike accuracy? I don't even remember what I said. This There's some stat artist. that's like... He's definitely... I mean, he has had the most fights, so... Mm. Dude, uh, Overeem did not want to punch him in the face when he had him down. Just, like, respect-wise. Like, you could watch that that's shit again. Right, he's yeah. like... Dude, the, the fucking weigh-in was so awkward, like, yeah. they're just showing love and, like, shaking each other's hands, and then, like, I don't know, you could tell they, like, fuck with each other. And yeah, like, there was, like, that weird hug, they're, like, yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what to do, bro. Uh, these guys are both gonna die, um, at age 50, though. <laughs> like, definitely. Dude, like, I feel like, so, Overeem definitely was on the roids, then got off the roids. 100%, yeah. Got slept by Francis. Obviously, when he weighed in, he did not look the same on some fucking, uh... Victor Belford shit like, yeah. just did not look the same at all but Francis on the and then too, bro. ever since <laughs> after the Francis fight my man Overeem's looking big again he's catching dubs I don't know what's what my man think, on where do you think he goes next Volkov what's he okay. that? that'd be uh, cool he's fight. six right now six yeah dude the heavyweight division's bum I know yeah not a big fan yeah, yeah. it's Stipe, Francis, and DC. I like the John Jones are gonna step up yeah. and fucking take the belt. Top five. I like everyone in the top six. <laughs> you like? Dude, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you what's gonna happen in the next year or two. Uh, that light heavyweight division is just gonna become like stacked. Really? Yeah. Like all the people from middleweight are just gonna either move up because weight purposes, or they're just gonna like catch some L's and just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna try a new division that's not as stacked. Mm-hmm. I think light heavyweight's gonna make a comeback. 2020, 2021. Ooh, that's okay. Why doesn't Paulo Costa fight in light heavyweight? He says he's, he has a mute. He's going to move up eventually. Yeah. He said it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> really? It's inevitable. I can't even speak right now. <laughs> Dude, Costa's a fucking it's animal, bro. 
But I saw an interview today that um, Weidman said he's going to move up eventually. Like, ooh, okay. Everyone's going to move starched. up. In the light heavyweight division. Chris Weidman is kind of irrelevant right now. Yeah, he's, off of, he's, he's lost his last four fights. Yeah. Like, other than the Silva wins and, like... Rockhold's already moved up. I don't think he's coming back. He you ain't know? coming back. Damn, so that, that light heavyweight division is going to be stacked. It's going to pop off, dude. Yeah. Like... You got Thiago fighting fucking John. I feel like all these middleweights going up are going to get fucking destroyed, though. I don't know why. Dude, like, but who's there to get destroyed by? Like, they can I'm, walk through... I mean, you got Johnny Walker. He's <laughs> Johnny Walker's going to make a fucking... It's coming out, dude. Dude, I actually am really excited for the light heavyweight division. I watched um, the fight with Walker and um, fuck, who was really fat that isn't fat anymore? Just just beat Eric Anders that I can't think. Oh, um, Roundtree. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I saw their fight and um, obviously Roundtree looks like a new fighter now and like he's fucking raw, but like, bro. Rewatch that fight and like Walker's just fucking with him the whole time. <laughs> it's like a minute of just like moving around oh, like, shit, on some, like Anderson Silva some shit. Tony Fart Ferguson like Anderson Silva shit and then out of nowhere head kick clinch and just fucking oh yeah the elbows I remember that dropped shit, yeah. his ass it was wild yeah, what about dude. Paula Costa fighting Kevin Gaslam next ooh that would be raw I could dude. fuck with that yeah right that could, could be a war I don't know if, cause dude, I don't know if Gaslam would want that fight I don't know it'd be a shocker a no matter who wins Whitaker Israel, Jacare is gonna want get that next. Yeah, whoever wins that fight. Yeah. But what yeah. if what if Jacare loses his next fight next yeah. week? Then Hermesman gets it. Yeah, I mean where is he at? He's ten? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Costa definitely like he puts that pressure on you, but I was watching some recent fights, like he's my boy, you know. Yeah. That's I'm a little fanboy, but uh his cardio is not the best. Okay, that's a weak he point. Kinda, he kind of just goes hard. He could he could definitely do two rounds, but I feel like he's never gone to the third round. <laughs> he's never all of his fights are like first or second round, like TKOs. Yes. Never seen him in the third round. Um, I don't know. Like Gaston just has that chin, but like you never fucking know. Yeah. I feel like Costa just gotta switch up the roids he's taking and take some Epo. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stop getting jacked and like Epo. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. It works though. It works. It works. I could see Costa either fighting Weidman. Ooh, uh, okay. If the Yoel happens, I don't fucking know what Yoel's doing, bro. Yoel's a freaking weakling, bro. No, um, <laughs> I could see Weidman, Gastelum, or Yoel, but I don't know. Gastelum just went through a war. I think Paulo's gonna be back July, sometime this summer. I just feel like no one in the, on this planet Earth wants to fight Paulo. It's going to be hard to get him a, a good fight with one of these top guys. Yeah. People see holes in his game. I see holes in his game. Really? Yeah, but... What about Wyman versus Costa? Costa wins. He goes up and fights like Yoel or Luke Rockhold. Rockhold's out. He's not coming back to that division. Yeah, Take fucking like Rockhold's out. Yeah. Like, he, he might still be ranked just in case, but like... I don't see him... Uh, he ain't going back down. Okay. Yeah. I could see something happening. So Paula Weidman. What you chefing up? Paula, Paula Costa fights Chris Weidman. Paula Costa wins. Paula Costa fights Yo, the wow. winner of Israel Whitaker. Okay. That's a championship belt, though. And then 
That's it. That he's going for the champ. He's going for I think he's going. Nah, it, it, that, he might fight Jacare before. No, nah, I think what it is. If Jacare loses to Whitaker Israel. I was with you on the Paulo Chris Weidman. Yeah. And then I think Yoel has to take that fight at some point, bro. Has to. Like, it's, either, it's either Yoel or Weidman next, dude. Well, no, all, all these people have fights. Like Gasum's recovering. I guess he could come back, but like, bro, uh, he's why? Not back he he, he don't <laughs> want to fight someone ranked two people above him. Yeah, it's either Weidman or fucking Romero, bro. If Romero wants that fight, it's coming off two L or I guess an L, right? Because he fought, um, he fought Whitaker, lost, and beat Luke Rockhold, and fought Whitaker, yeah, again. and lost again. So, yeah, I dude, I don't know. I would love Paulo Costa versus Wyman, but I do want to see that Yoel Costa fight. I feel like that's got to happen before uh, Costa gets his belt. Like, it has to. Uh, like, it has to. Like, those guys are perfectly, like, perfect for each other. Just two fucking chizzed out guys just <laughs> going at it. <laughs> <laughs> for real. That fight would be so lit, bro. You guys want to talk about the fights this weekend? Yeah. yeah let's go for Jacare it. versus Hermanson. Kind of yeah. said some shit about it already, but, I mean, I don't. But uh, Jacare's got it, I think. You want to yeah, start off with, show. like, the Mike Perry, uh, Alex yeah, Oliveira fight? Oh, okay. Right. I think Oliveira's going to win. <laughs> Me too. I, I like Mike Perry, a big, big fan. Yeah. But if I were to put money on it, it wouldn't be on Mike Perry. He's, he's going to get choked out. Yeah. Oliveira has the Oliveira's most, most finishes beast. in UFC history, Remember, I think, or some shit. Was it him with that yep. big-ass yep. thing on his head? Yep. Oh, my God. Who did he fight? Thiago? Was that Thiago? I think it was Thiago Santos. Okay. No, no that's not Thiago. That's Walter Wade. Someone named Nelson. Gunner Son- Nelson? Gunner Nelson. Oh, it was Gunner Nelson. Nelson? Yeah. Okay. God damn. Who did he fight before that? Okay, yeah. I don't know, dude. But he fights Beat Condit, that dude, and then Nelson. Okay. But I don't know. I'm going to go Mike Perry. I feel like. I don't know. What are Mike the odds on that fight? Mike Perry is a slight underdog. Okay. Damn. Kind of not slight, but. Minus 200 for Oliveira. Okay. Shit. Damn, that might be a bet. <laughs> On Mike? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I saw he, uh, Mike's got it, bro. I saw he didn't know if he was going to get his contract renewed. So he was like, I got to win this fight to stay in. But, like, he just got a four-fight contract, even though, like, regardless of the... Oh, really? Yeah. Perry? Yeah. Oh, so he balling. You feeling good? He's at O-Town. Yeah, he's O-Town, O-Town boy. Money. He oh, yeah. just, like, hit him up. Dude, I should. Be like, yeah, you trying to buy him get some coffee? Yeah. Would you buy him lunch? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd happily take Mike Perry out on the date. And then, well, even, bro, even this this card is stacked, dude, honestly. So, two fights before that. Corey Sanhagen versus oh, John Lineker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that Sanhagen interview, right? Or not? Nah, dude, this is the one that's that before Lauderdale. Yeah. And we're not fucking going. Bro, yeah. finals, though. Like, this, this is like the worst time for the card to be in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Honestly, this, this, this one would be fight. so doable. Yeah. If it was a week later, we're all going like home from summer. We could just like take a trip down there, but it's just with finals and shit. It's impossible, right? Yeah. I mean, we still buy tickets. We have to hook up, uh, fucking hit up that Roosevelt Roberts guy. Dude, I was looking for his Instagram. I couldn't find it. He doesn't have an Instagram. Yeah. What's up with him? Like, he looks like he looks like a badass. Like professional record right now. He's fucking already on a uh, you know the main card. Big underdog in that fight, or big uh, favorite. Really, Thomas Gil- Gifford? 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 I've actually heard of heard of him. I feel like he's no fights in UFC though. Okay. Yeah, but I was I was looking for that guy, dude. Dude, fuck it. Let's just run through this fucking. Yeah. Arlovski's in this card. Damn, he's on the prelims. Yeah. First two. 
uh, Augusto Saki. If I were him, if I were Arlovsky, I would not have taken a prelim fight. <laughs> he is way too big of a name. But Although I mean, he's, he's not relevant. He takes uh, I know. He's not relevant, but he's like putting Mark Hunt yeah. on like your prelim. Yeah. It's just disrespect, you know? He's like I a mean, UFC veteran. You gotta win, you know? Dude, dude, this card is honestly stacked, dude. It's a really good fight tonight. So, John Lineker, Corey Sanhagen. Next fight, Glover Teixeira versus Ion Cutabella. Okay. Pretty Looks pretty even on the odds. Glover's gonna whoop his ass. I think so. No, actually, I'm going uh, Cutabella. Okay. Why? Just because his name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh... Um, you guys want to... I want to talk a little bit about Greg Hardy. Yeah. All right. Brad's been ranting for like two hours. Like, wait why till the, the podcast. Wait till the podcast. Why the fuck would Dana gonna... White schedule this man for another coming event? Because he sells pay-per-views. Dude. It's a popularity contest. It's a but popularity fuck that, dude. Contest. Fuck that shit, bro. It's gay. But like, Arlovsky's on the prelim. Yeah. Greg Hardy's oh, his the second fucking fight wife beater is, is on the, like, dude. And, like, he lost his last fight. I mean... Controversial, you know. Yeah, and but he, still, he didn't even show like he was that good of a fighter. The dude he's fighting is coming off two L's too. Like he's that's just a shithole fight. What kind of? Okay, one TK loss, Bro, one submission like, loss, so, like, and a fucking knockout. Like that's that's literally what Dana's looking for. He's like, all right, like Greg Hardy's just gonna go out there. And is that heavyweight? But he's still yeah. a shit fuck. You you gotta have morals. Yeah, I mean some, but dude, like. It's Honestly, business. Like, I completely saying, agree with Brad, but I also agree that like Dino White's his job is to sell pay Dude, it's a business. Like, it's to sell. Dude, money. I I know. If, but if your job hey, was, what if we, your job was, hey, like oh, I'm, sell pizza, and my pizza is just fucking popping off. But then like you're like, hey, but like somebody says, you know, your pasta is better. And you're like, you're like, all right, cool. My pasta is better, but like my pizza sells more. Like, okay, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get more money. Like, what fight are we most hyped for? Greg Hardy. Exactly. Greg Hardy. Yeah. Out of this whole card. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm most excited for Greg Hardy, but it's still fucked up, dude. Put that man on the early prelims, right? Dude, I feel like he's got to work his way up like everyone else. The yeah. Just because he had that celebrity and Eric Anders. Calling my boy out too. Nah, his he poor was, performance. Oh, okay. Eric. Dude, he's owning that shit. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen him on Instagram, his bro? His poor performance. That was he, bad. He's not. Yeah, like, he was some memes and shit. On memes about really? himself, like fucking just chilling, he's like getting chin. slept. Like, like he just. He's awesome guy. He's got a chin. Awesome guy, but it was a really bad performance. Dude, Roundtree, like I don't know. You he's can't stop piece. that little yeah. dude. That's Round, <laughs> that Cobra style. Roundtree is a fucking ninja. Yo, Roundtree, low key future champ. What weight? What weight classes were they fighting in? Light heavy. Light heavy. Roundtree's not right. Oh, light heavy is gonna be fire. They got Roundtree in there too. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Did he move down or did he moved did, what up? Did, what did Eric? Did Eric fight light heavyweight? Yeah. He yeah. Did. Damn. What's Eric ranked? <laughs> he ain't ranked. Well, what's where's Roundtree ranked? That's what I'm wondering. Roundtree is not ranked. Okay. How Right. Well, I, I guess mean, he Roundtree's definitely better than fucking. Nikita. Yeah. Fucking give Roundtree fifteen, boy. Yeah, but that that card's gonna be. I feel fun. bad for Eric though. He's a like, he should have won that Elias fight. He should have. I don't know, man. Yeah, Eric. His hopefully Dana gives Eric someone easy his next fight so he could stay in the UFC. All right, let's go picks. Uh, Sanhagen, Lineker, or Link Linker. Um, Lineker. I'm gonna go Lineker too. Sanhagen. Okay. okay. Y'all sleep on that guy, bro. Sanhagen? Lineker's raw. You sleep, dog. Lineker's got fucking. Uh, Glover versus Ion Cutabella. 
I'm gonna go Glover. I'm going Cutabella. I think I'm gonna go Glover too. Cutabella. Uh, Alex Oliveira versus Mike Perry. Mike, bro. I got Oliveira. I got Mike all day. First uh, round, Mike Perry. First round choke. Uh, I know I said Oliveira earlier, but Mike Perry knockout round one. Okay. <laughs> Exciting as fuck, dude. <laughs> With Greg With Hardy. Three minutes and 23 He's seconds. Going Greg. Everybody, everybody going Greg. Yeah, Greg. Uh, you got Dimitri. Uh, yeah, Greg. Okay. And then Jacare versus Jack Hermanson. Damn, Jacare. what's the odds for those? Is Hermanson a minus? Oh, never mind. Plus 160. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going um, Jacare easy. Well, it's kind of mi- like Odd Shark's kind of like on some other shit. But mm-hmm. like, it's about minus 200, though, for Jacare. But yeah, I'm going Jacare, the fucking alligator. Yeah. Dude, he has some. I want Jacare to lose just so fucking. Paulo moves up somehow. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see Jacare get the title shot. I don't want to see Not Jacare that I'm really. hating, but, like, I'm just not the biggest fan. I'm going to go with Hermanson. Okay. Let's see what his L's are. I don't really want to see either of those guys getting the title shot next. Nah, fuck that. Bro. All right? Like, give Costa that fight. damn title, yeah, title shot. Costa then then he needs at least one or two more fights before he gets that shot, dude. Yeah. I haven't seen men fight in, like, a year. I've never seen him fight live, but like he hasn't had a fight. Like, Dude, when he, he fights live, Chase is gonna be so fucking fired I'm up. Throwing bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really want to watch him fight too. You guys want to hop into some fan questions? We still Dude, got one more, one yeah, more let's topic. Talk, let's talk about some okay. UFC news. Uh, we got we, Darren Till. Yeah, Darren Till. Oh, Darren Till. Hey, why don't you inform us in on what happened? <laughs> yeah. Darren Till went to a hotel. Not sure where. I think it was in London. Not sure why he's in a hotel where he lives, but. He goes into a hotel, he trashes the entire room, gets kicked out by the security and staff there, leaves that hotel, proceeds to go to another hotel, goes to that hotel, gets denied entry into that hotel, walks outside, calls a taxi, the taxi driver arrives. When the taxi driver arrives, he helps, the taxi driver helps Darren and his friend put the luggage in the back of this car. Well, Darren decided it would be a good idea to hop in the taxi driver's seat and take off in his car. So him and his friend went on a joyride to another hotel where they were met by the London police. Yeah, it wasn't London. It was, <laughs> they were on the island. Oh, I thought they were in London. No, it was, it was a weird island they were okay, on. Okay, okay. Which makes it even worse. Like, Yeah, that does make it worse. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get arrested on some island. So he's not taking those L's well. Nah, not, not a good loser. He's definitely... Um, I don't know what he's going through, but he thinks he's untouchable. You think? Yeah, I always see him wilding, bro. Like even like trying to fight people outside of clubs, just talking shit, and then this—it's wild. I feel like going out with Darren Till, you're gonna get in trouble. That'd be a night. That would be a night, right? It would be nice hanging out with someone like that, knowing like, okay, anyone tries me, like I'm. Dude, honestly, that is. Yeah, just hope (laughs) not fucking uh, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Oliver's asking too. I'm kind of about that. Yeah, that's gonna be a fire fight. I think I think Masvidal's gonna beat his ass. Honestly, nah, nah. He's gonna get Khabib. Dude, nah. Askren's a future champ. Dude, we saw what fucking Robbie Lawler did to Mas to Askren. Like, but you saw what Askren did to Lawler. Yeah, on some bullshit, bro. I want to see Lawler versus Masvidal would be fire. Lawler versus Masvidal, yeah, that would be fire. That might happen if he loses. Mm-hmm. Ashkin fight. But yeah, Darren Till, bro. You need to get it together, man. 
shit was funny as hell though when I saw that. Yeah, I was like, "There's no way in hell." Did he get arrested before? Because like I saw some shit on Instagram, and it's like a mugshot of him. Second arrest. I know the first time he got arrested, there was a mugshot, and it's just he's looking fat as shit. Oh, <laughs> really? It's funny as hell. I was looking for it right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he's been arrested a couple times. He's a fucking hooligan. I still love Darren Till though. He's my favorite fighter to fight on a UFC game. Darren Till? Yeah. He's quick. He's big for the welterweight division. What's uh? So what's up with these fan questions? Oh, we I got we got hella fan questions. Yeah. Good <laughs> looks for the fans fucking coming up with some questions. All right. Let's see. All right. First fan question is actually coming from um, Desmond Torres. He's actually a Bellator fighter. And uh, his first question was, what do you think of the USC rankings? Do you think it's ran right, or would you run it differently? Huh. What's your I take? mean, dude, honestly, I would like to see, like, a tournament-style type shit. Like, mm-hmm. something where, you know, number one, say say we're going to look at, uh, I mean, it would be fucking, I don't know. It would be kind of shitty because, you know, number one, like, say we're looking at a light heavyweight, right? Yeah. Or lightweight. Um, say you got like Khabib Khabib starts that tournament and he fights fucking James Vick or yeah. Alexander Hernandez yeah. or somebody like that like that's just gonna be an ass whooping but like but for the first first like couple of rounds you're just gonna have ass whoopings but then those final fights are gonna be like actual there could be that Cinderella story though dude exactly that's what I'm saying that like, 15 seed it could be it could be like a March Madness like yeah I, it would be dope that happened would, I think I think right now though like it works just for just for like you know looking at talent and you know creating the most fair fights possible that you know are gonna still try to try to boost somebody up. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's fair. What I don't think is fair is the same shit that you were saying earlier about how Sean O'Malley and Israel started at the same time and yeah you know Israel's getting. 12 fights or whatever yeah Sean gets exactly like the tournament style would clean that up yeah. everyone gets their shot it, that, that's what I think would work out the best um, but it like also encourages people to be more active and you have like a bunch of fans and shit mm-hmm. um, but what happens when you take damage in one fight in a tournament style well, well no you just yeah you don't like yeah I know it's not like you obviously fight that night you have like three month four month okay if you did a four month yeah. gap in between each but yeah, that would be, be like, like a, a yeah it'd be a, a couple year years long tournament to the champ is wow okay. I don't know it'd be interesting yeah, I, I honestly after think the a... best way to do it is the rankings yeah um, I think that they've killed it with how they've done it um, you think the rankings are pretty good I think that the rankings are I mean it's just like college football rankings it's biased by the public too so like mm. They always want those big fighters up there, just like how they always want those big name football yeah. teams up there too. And with the tournament style, like once someone won the tournament, what did they do after? Did they just restart the tournament? You know, I don't know how that works. You know, exactly. I guess you defend your belt. Maybe you get a buy the first round. Actually, I don't know about the like, tournament. Exactly. Right? Like, well, you can do like the it's tournament. A, like, what's it, it would be like the Grand Prix thing in the Bellator. Yeah. The UFC like, has so, over so they get they get the champ, and then they like they can. So MVP's the champ. So well, now like what that, do you do? Say like you'd have to with the tournament, you'd have to restart everything. Like fuck all the rankings. Like wherever the guys are now, that just pretty much develops where they're at, like seated at, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could do it as in like a, as like a, 
I guess like a season type shit, like and then have playoffs. Oh, that would be Which cool. Would be crazy. Like but season, like where you're gonna seed. Like get up. You have to be say like you're gonna have eight people in the playoffs, like, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to have four fights within a year, and whoever has the best record out of those four fights, and compared to you know who they beat. Yeah. Um, you know, like how well they perform and all that shit. That's gonna figure out where they are seated at, and then they have the playoffs where they actually just fight. Like it would be crazy if they did it that way, dude. It would be crazy, but like they, that's gonna be like a long, long system. Like yeah, I think the rankings is good. Now discussing it, because I just don't see like it would be a lot of work to get that going. It would be. I I I just I don't think it could work just like because of how long fighters have to take to recover and train. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think I think it's a pretty good system for as of right now. Oh yeah. All right. He also said another question. Um, also, how can the UFC improve their heavyweight di- division? I feel like it lacks excitement and it's a small amount of fighters. They were willing to cut the flyweights, but I. But there are only six to seven exciting heavyweights. I'd like to open this topic up to the public. We okay. kind of mentioned that earlier. Yeah. We um, kind of the did. heavyweight division is kind of bomb. Yeah. I mean, like he, we even said earlier top five to seven fighters are the only ones that are relevant. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get rid of the heavyweight division anytime soon. Oh, that's impossible to get rid of. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of flyweight before you get rid of heavyweight because you would lose so many fighters doing that. Yeah. Yeah, either way, it's kind of fucked. And the thing about the flyweights, uh, even if they cut it out, you just move out to Bantam. Like, if you're a heavyweight, you can't move up anywhere. You have to go down. So some yeah. of those guys will just be out of a job. Yeah. Well, but, I, I think if they want to improve it, bro, just go look at other promotions. Like start, they're the goats. Uh, start offering more money. Yeah, uh, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, not all the goats are in fucking the UFC. You saw that with uh, what is it? What is what's the one that Mighty Mouse is fighting in right now? Uh, one. Yeah. One championship. One championship. That shit's weird though. It like, is weird, but they're fighting people like that are like normally like ten pounds more than them, so they're all like. If you look at the Mighty Mouse fight, if you look at the, what's it called fight, the dude who lost, Eddie Alvarez fight, like, all the dudes that are fighting are so much bigger than them. Mm. I think it's, like, the weight shit, the weigh-ins are different, so, like, you have to be there at a certain amount of weight, so, like, I don't know. That shit's weird. But it could be hard. You just gotta find, I mean, if, you just gotta find guys, like, I guess. You just gotta yeah. make more of an incentive to move up. I just think, um... They're just going to need more superstars. It's going to be a natural thing. There's nothing they could do to improve it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think right now what you can ask is get John Jones go up to heavyweight. That's how I would improve it, honestly. And then like, at least you have one more fighter that's exciting to watch in heavyweight, but he would just shit on, I think, everybody. Yeah. Still. Dude, John Jones John versus Jones Francis. Versus John Jones Francis and John Jones Stipe, bro. Oh. Those would be crazy fights. Like, that shit would be insane. That's what he needs to be going for. Yeah. The Francis, I think Francis could knock him out. Bro. I really don't oh, see. I don't, I don't know. know how that fight would go. That shit would be crazy. My heart would be racing. Um, a Every fucking... punch Francis throws, you're just like, you oh. gotta take a fucking gas, dude. Like, that shit would <laughs> yeah. be scary as shit. But uh, our next question is from um, J.A. Uh, Wilson03 on Instagram. He said, it's a little um, not MMA, but... What are the best uh, best playoffs in pro sports? Best playoffs in pro sports. Hockey. Hockey. I'm, I'm a NBA guy. NBA. Yeah. Hockey or NFL. Football. Yeah. Ah, 
I don't like the NFL just because there's so many fucking problems in it. I'm saying like you're looking like rule wise, you look at the shit that happened with fucking the Saints this year. Fishiating. Fishiating. Then you have that fucking overtime shit where whoever gets the fucking coin toss that can ruin your much, season. Yeah. Pretty much wins a game, and you're the the fucking season depends on a coin. Yeah. That's stupid. So I don't think it's NFL. I think level of intensity. Playoff hockey. Hockey's got that intensity down. Um, just people are going out there and like trying to fucking kill each other. It's, yeah, it's crazy. A lot of fights. Lots of fights. Especially um, like once it gets to like game six, game seven, those guys already hate each other. Yeah, exactly. there's a lot yeah. of bad blood. You get beef from game one and game seven. Yeah, I wish I could. Like I want to get into hockey more. It's just didn't play it as a youth so it's hard to really get that connection yeah it's it, uh, for a lot of people it's hard to watch and it's like it's kind of like fighting though like you gotta like it's like it's cool to watch like if you don't understand it mm-hmm. but then once you start understanding there's so much more that goes into it yeah and, like, shit like that um so i think that'd be good um NBA, like NBA and NHL, they both dude. play frequent. So NBA is fucking odd, dude. That game last night, NBA daytime boy, dude. Damian Lillard is a beast. You saw that shot, bro? Yeah, I watched oh it. my god, you watched it live? Uh, I watched it like on a one minute delay, so I knew it happened. Okay. On my phone, dude. I, I was like, there's no way he's gonna drain this. It's crazy. It. Yeah, went crazy, bro. My take is, um, War- Trailblazers, Rockets, Western Conference Finals. Trailbreakers. No Warriors. No Warriors. No Warriors. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. But I'm I'm going with it. My Eastern Conference Finals, hot take. Sixers, Bucks. Raptors, Bucks. Sixers, Bucks. Sixers are going to beat the Raptors. Raptors just dominated the fucking Magic. Hey, it was a good season, though. It was a great season. No one expected the Magic to win 30 games. No one expected expected the Magic to have an all-star player. No one expected the Magic to make to the playoffs. No one expected the Magic to win the playoff game. Yeah. We're we're on the come-up, dog. It was a great season. And then the the Raptors shit. Oh, just wait. You don't want to play the Raptors, dude. I'm telling you. They're fucking something else. The Sixers, yeah, have, the dirty most, dirty. The Sixers have the most talented starting five in the East. I mean, you I say that, that, but... I would agree with that, though. But, like, why do you say that? Because they have... The, you look player by player. But still... Who's, mat- who's matching up against them? The only player in the East that is... There's two players in the East that are better than people on the Sixers. I would say... Three. Kawhi Leonard. Giannis. Kyrie. And who, Kyrie? Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie's not better than... Uh, Kyrie. The new! Kyrie or Ben Simmons? Bro, Ben Simmons is a bum. That's who's going to lose you the Simmons. fucking whole thing, bro. Why? Because he, he can't shoot. It doesn't matter, dude. You find other ways to score. He's a passer. We knew that. Bro, I'm telling you. That's, it's going to fuck you up. You guys don't have enough three-point shooting. All you have is JJ. JJ's raw, dude. And once, and once them uh, Raptor boys start shooting threes, you're going to be like, fuck. And and Giannis is gonna when if they do play the Bucks, Giannis is gonna shut down Ben. Ooh, those are clean. What the shoes? The Advanced Classics. Yeah. Okay, I those totally are dope. Agree. Yeah, those are sick. I need some new shoes today, man. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm going NBA. These guys go in hockey. Thanks for the question, Jay Wilson. 03. Uh, next we got. I think this is a podcast. Um, the Scoozy and Jordy show. Oh, Scoozy and Jordy. My yeah. Guys, yeah. Give these guys a follow. They're cool. Um, their question was. Could Ronda come back? And if so, how would she do? I think Ronda could. Okay. I think 
What weight class is that female Khabib in? What's her name? Uh, Kretena? Kretena? Hold on, I got you. There's a female Khabib? Yeah. yeah. Carolina? Oh, okay. Carol- is it Carolina yeah. Kowal Kiets? Whatever. She's getting her ass. Ronda would get rocked by her. You think? Dude, if Ronda came back, she Dude, but no one yeah. wants to go on the ground with Ronda. Like, that's the thing. Like, all these girls are going to the ground now. And Ronda's just got big-ass arms. I think she's Ronda stronger than everybody. Back. Ronda's a head No, case. she's not. I, I don't think she's coming back. But if she did, if she did, I think she could come back and probably, you know... She would be able to hang, but Holly Holm would fuck her up. For <laughs> Holly Holm would definitely... Oh, wait, no. That's a different weight class. I don't, I don't see uh, Ronda. I in a different It would be interesting class. how she, like, brought WWE to the cage. Like, if she did any backflips or some shit. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Like, sleeps Holly Holmes and does, like, a backflip on top of her to finish her. I don't want to see Ronda back. She was great, but, bro, like, she took those L's and just turned into a little bitch. Yeah. No, nah, she is a bitch. Like, yeah. Eric Anders put some memes of her, himself. This girl's crying on Ellen and shit. Like, <laughs> grow some fucking tits, Ronda. <laughs> All right, the next question he got is, this is a weird question. I really don't understand, but why are pizzas round? Or why is pizzas round put in a square box and cut into triangles? Fucking. That's a, that's. Oh, I get it now. The universe, though, bro. Like, it fits better in there, like that. But that's crazy. It's the pizzas round. It's in the square box and cut in triangles. <laughs> I never thought about that. The, the, the yeah. only part that doesn't make sense is the square <laughs> box, though. That's true. It's so like, it can all fit. But it works. Yeah, but it's some moving room, but you can put some ranch on the side. You can put some jalapenos in the corner. Yeah. It's kind like if it was just a circle that fit the pizza, if you made it a little bit bigger one time than the other okay. time, yeah, it yeah. doesn't have that room to... But that's the only reason I could think of it. But yeah. that's, a, that's a good question. It's interesting. I never thought that's three different shapes in that uh, thing. And our next question is uh, from one of our favorite followers. Oh, this is my girl Flavia. <laughs> this is our girl Flavia. Oh, I love you, Flavia. Yeah, I don't know how to explain Flavia, but we've been chatting with her. She's a she's a wonderful woman from Brazil. She and lives she, in Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is that what she said? I think so. She lives in Brazil. She was just she lived in Jersey. Uh, okay. I think that's what she. But said. she has this she weird and um, infatuation with Bruno Mars, and she keeps like hitting <laughs> us up to try to get Bruno Mars on the podcast. And Flavia, if you're listening to this, we're trying. Yeah. And we're doing it all for you. Bruno, if you're listening, hop on the podcast. Yeah. Our girl Flavia is in love with you. She'll give you a blowy every fucking morning, night, lunchtime. Free blowies for Bruno. <laughs> Bruno's a big blow guy, too. Yeah. So. But uh, Flavia asked an interesting question. Um, yeah. Do you think that it would be smart to um, bust a nut before a fight? So they say that like it decreases your testosterone, right? Yeah. But then it also, like, it's stress relief, bro. You're like, feeling good walking into that fight, boy. I don't know. But, like, you could... I, I would want to be on as much edge as possible. Like, yeah. if, I, if I just, like... You want to walk in there wanting to kill someone. Yeah, yeah. You, you walk in there wanting to get your nut off. You think Robbie Lawler busted a nut before that Askren fight? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way, no. bro. He was fucking, like, <laughs> He was. He went mind. two months without busting a nut. That's, yeah. That's what he did. That's why he looked like that. He was angry. <laughs> yeah. But, honestly, dude... Lil Connor. I don't know. I, I've heard that's a thing. And yeah. I've heard that for female fighters too, but oh. I've heard the opposite for female fighters. They have sex 
up until they're five. Oh, Bro, but Olympic really? athletes, Olympic Ronda Rousey athletes have, have sex. They do fucking on like the village all the time in the village, bro. Yeah. yeah, like they run through condoms like it's nothing. Oh, I'd be shredding those volleyball players up, dude. <sighs> the beach volleyball players. Oh my That's god, really Sweden, Sweden beach volleyball. Brazilians, dog. Sweden, dog. You don't know about the Brazil girls? You ever been to Rio? I do. You ever been to Rio? We're talking <laughs> about Flavia. You're gonna say Sweden? Oh, I mean Flavia. You know I love you. I love the Brazilian chicks. What a nice Sweden, lengthy like. Nice little booty, you know? Okay. You like, like a little tight booty. Like. A little tight ass, you know? Just massive. Just massive? Just big cheeks. Okay. I could love some <laughs> big cheeks. <laughs> See, volleyball players don't have, like, they're just nice and, like, tight, you know? They, they yeah. can't be sagging everywhere, hitting those balls. Brazil wins a lot, dog. That's true. You know why? Because they got a lot of beaches? It's because they ain't fucking like the Sweden girls. Chief, read what Flavia said. Flavia said Sweet. the fucking Brazilian chicks are the most wild chicks out there. They are. That's true. Like, Dude, we need to go to Brazil and bang some thoughts. I'm down. Let's Dude, run let's it. Let's go to Brazil and just hang with Paulo. Mm-hmm. Paulo's going to put us all on the hose because, you know, he's fucking looks like the Hulk. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah, yeah I'm down. Like, you, we got to get Paulo to answer some fucking DMs from us. Yeah. Get him on I know he sees cast. them. Get him on the fight cast, and then we can just be like, yo, like, we're going to slide down to Brazil. Like, you mind if we just, like, come crash on your couch? Yeah. <laughs> He's not responding. Yeah. <laughs> Let me sleep on your mat. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Like, so, um, John Jones, like, limits his comments and stuff on his photos. He's very, you know, he, he cares what people say. Yeah, it's kind of gay. But I think if we were to DM him, I feel like he's a guy who's like just looking at all that shit. Yeah, that's true. Like he always like he's like Kevin Durant. Ooh. Dude, I feel like we should just DM him, and he's like you know trying to get his uh, public persona popping again. He's trying to be a good guy, be a good guy, and come on the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'll be a hail mary. But if we get John, fuck it, let's try. Yeah. All right, after this, we're sending a message off. It's gonna be the most fire message we ever. We would have to. Like, <laughs> what are the you know like in high school before you wrote a paper? Chasing that first interview, yeah. like shit. Uh, before you wrote a paper in high school, what was that thing you had to do before? Uh, brainstorm. Yeah, but there was like a little chart. A little, yeah, the brainstorm. You used the chart. chart. I used the web. Oh, you were oh, a web guy. Web guy? I, was a web. I know they like mixed it up, but like sometimes it was like. I was always a checklist guy. Like okay, made made checklists and was like, all right, like thesis. Yeah. Like, shit like that. But alright boys, you got anything else? Nah, I think that's it. Questions up. The white grant. <laughs> Bro, I think the funniest shit was me and Payne were. Oh. Hey, what's hey, up, Dwight? What's, what's up, going on, man? Yeah, let me turn the sound up on this too. Thanks again for doing this, man. Hey, no problem, of course. Oh, yeah. So, Alright, let's start this. <clears throat> Five, four, three, two, one. Join us from the fight cast. We got UFC welterweight Dwight Grant, who's coming off a huge win against Alan Jobin at UFC 236. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty good. How you guys doing? 
Chilling, man. Chilling. Chilling. Pretty good, man. Hell yeah. So uh, today's a Monday. What does a typical Monday look like for you? Uh, typical? Uh, well, I mean, typical day for me is just, uh, you know, usually like uh, playing video games and hanging out with my son. <laughs> but uh, that, that's pretty much what up to since the fight because, uh, you know, uh, I got injured a little bit, so I'm trying to, you know, wait to get that fixed up. Okay. What kind of video games are you playing? What kind? Uh, right now, uh, I'm jumping all over the place. I'm playing uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, uh, a lot. Um, I've been playing, I just played Devil May Cry 5, so I want to go back to do some stuff, but I'm not doing it right now. And uh, this game called Trails of Cold Steel for PS4, okay. uh, I'm going right now. So. Oh, yeah. Cool. Did you ever play, like, any Fortnite? Fortnite, uh, I tried it a couple times, and uh, it was fun, but I didn't really get into the building. So, like, I, I was good, like, you know, running around and getting stuff and, like, putting people out. But when it got to the end, it would be me and one guy building all the way up to the sky and I get shot there. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, I know the struggle, never, man. I know the struggle. It never works yeah. out. Yeah, so I, I got angry with that. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that. <laughs> so how'd it feel to get that big win a couple, uh, like, I guess it was a week and a half ago? How'd yeah. it feel to uh, get that win over Joe Ban? Oh, it was great. You know, uh, I, I wanted to win by KO. That's the only thing. Like, uh, winning by decision has never been something that I enjoyed. Uh, only because... You know, even if it's a, a really, like, uh, tough or exciting fight, I won't win by KO because I love the highlights, you know? Yeah. So, it's, uh, it was good, but I thought I could have did better, too. Yeah. So, yeah, he definitely, like, made it seem a lot more controversial than it actually was, just based off his reaction to his loss and everything. Did you feel like it was a close fight? Um, and, you know, did you feel like he definitely won that fight? Well, the, the thing about it is, I have a kind of this kind of, like, a internal counter, I guess, for... Uh, for like strikes from kickboxing for those years. So I know when I'm ahead on strikes, you know? I know when I get hit and all stuff like that. So I felt directly afterwards like, well, I know I hit him one time, he hit me. But when I heard that it was a split decision, I'm not gonna lie, I got concerned. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you look at the video, you can see me looking at my friends like, what is going on right now? Like, oh. I can't believe it's a split decision. So uh, I feel as though it was close, I guess, but it wasn't close to be controversial to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good win. Jovan's a tough guy. Uh, going into the fight, did you have, like, anything, any concerns about him? Or, like, like what was your game plan? Well, well my concern was that everybody likes him so much. That, that was my concern. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like, uh, you know, cause for, for me, I just got to UFC. I've been watching these fights, you know, for years. You know, uh, and I like the, the fighters there, the top ten guys, also like that. I, I, I enjoy it. So I understand how people have like like a, a fan attachment to um certain fighters, and I never really experienced that in my career because the two guys I fought before, I even, they were well known, but they weren't like this guy. And I just felt like everybody was excited for the fight because they wanted to watch him fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that, that was the only thing. But as far as like him being like a, a threat, I didn't really feel that way. Uh, only because he's a striker and. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a kickboxer, kung fu guy, all the way. So I was like, all right, man, like this is gonna be a strike contest. And then once it started, I felt very comfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. So you definitely felt like that went uh, along with the game plan, even though he came out kind of aggressive. Nah, it didn't go with the game plan at all because um, well, first thing I knew, he was gonna try to take me down. That that, that was something that, for me, is just uh just part of the course now. Like every time I fight somebody. They try to take me down. Even if that's not their particular skill set, they try to take me down. So he kind of started to fight off with a takedown. So that, that kind of changed a little bit of things. I just got to do so early. Uh, and then also, like, I hurt my arm a little bit. So 
some of the condoms I had planned like didn't feel proper when I was trying them. Mm-hmm. So that kind of changed things. So I ended up having to go to just uh, you know keep a distance and, and, and striking and making points as opposed to going for the finish like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how was the atmosphere in Atlanta? Oh, the atmosphere? Yeah. Oh, it was great. Uh, the, the people were super nice. Uh, I've been there a couple times before, but uh, I've obviously never been there for the UFC thing. So it was great. A lot of the fans there were like really supportive and like you know wishing me well. Uh, even after the um, ceremony of weigh-ins, like uh, people were like yeah, wishing me well and, and saying you know good luck and stuff like that. And I really appreciated it. You know, and the town was so cool. Uh, they had all the different restaurants, different kinds of food. And I say I say where I am now, like it, it has cool stuff too. But I mean, it was so much variety there. That, you know, I had to. Had to make weight first. Did you get a chance to celebrate after the fight? I don't really celebrate. I mean, celebration to me is uh, like just getting like milkshakes and pancakes and all that. No, so I've done that <laughs> multiple times. <to> fight. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I guess in that sense I did. But I, I met up with my family afterwards and we like you know hung out for a little bit. But I I don't feel like I really really celebrated yet. Uh, I think I will. And maybe like in a week or two. Yeah. So I imagine you're still going through the recovery process. What are some of the things that you do to help you that help you out throughout uh, recovery? Oh, uh, like I said, playing video games, uh, watching anime, uh, reading. Uh, I don't know that, that came with that. Just <laughs> a lot of rest. Like uh, all all that stuff to me. Uh, it just it's not just a passing time. Like I'm real passionate about uh, uh, certain like you know like uh, games and like uh, comics and arts, and I'm waiting for it to be released. And it, and it helps you to kind of buy the time while you heal up, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been into. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you got like a badass nickname, the Body Snatcher. Well, well, how'd you get that? Oh, well, when I got to uh, AKA, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard, uh, the, the sparring can be pretty intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I wasn't accustomed to that kind of intense sparring, and I would tell people to, like, you know, like, hey, take it easy. Yeah, <laughs> take it easy, guy. Yeah. yeah, but uh, after like that wouldn't work sometimes. So what I started doing was hit people in the body to slow them down. And while they slow down, I started talking to them. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So after a while doing that, uh, I kind of got that name, the body catcher, because I, I just like going for body shots and using that to slow down my, my um uh, originally my sparring partners and then eventually my, my opponents. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So with training at uh, AKA, who's like some of like uh, the biggest inspirations you got there, like? People that motivate you the most. Oh, motivate me most. Yeah. Oh, all, all the big name guys. Like I said, when I came, uh, I was a fan of just uh, of MMA. But it's weird though. I didn't know who trained AKA exactly. So when I got there, like I don't DC trained there. I didn't even realize uh, realize it. Uh, I knew Kane trained there before. You know, uh, and Luke. Uh, these guys inspired me in the sense that seeing them train every day really uh, kind of showed me what I needed to do to to make it. Uh, Luke would come in every now and then and like have like a you know outburst of uh, like I guess not say emotion but he would talk about how hard he trained and what he needs to do uh, just randomly and that was inspiring uh, and a lot of something that inspired me a lot too was the guys who were like me trying to make it some guys have been there like my friend Tom uh, uh, Leon. He's, he's been there for years and he was trying to make it into the pro ranks and it was crazy to me to see these people sacrificing so much to be successful, you know, like, uh, it really raised my ideal of what I need to do to be successful in the sport. Oh, yeah, man. So, so speaking of DC, like, what do you think uh, he should do next? Like, what, what, what would you like to see his next move? You want him to see him fight Lesnar, <laughs> Jones? 
Oh, I mean, like, uh, whatever he wants to do is just going to yeah. be cool with me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I became a fan of his, uh, like, way back when he fought Bigfoot. When, when he fought Bigfoot, me and my cousin were watching TV, just flipped through the channels, and then we saw him fighting, and we were both like, this little guy's about to get destroyed. <laughs> 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 this little guy's about to get creamed. Yeah. And we watched it, and he knocked him out, and I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. So I, I was like, excited about that. Uh, and moving forward, like, if he fights less, it'd be awesome too. Uh, just, just to see it. I mean, at this point, it's like, what more can he do to be exciting, or, or what more can he do to like, uh, you know, really like uh, grip people in, in, in combat? I mean, he's got so much already. Yeah. You know? Very true. What uh, what got you into MMA? Like, when did when did you start? Uh, MMA. Uh, it's kind of Bruce Lee. Um, okay. I, I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. Growing up, I didn't even know. <laughs> like when I was a kid, I thought Bruce Lee was alive the whole time. You know, <laughs> movies, you know and uh, and playing fight and all kinds of that. It wasn't until I saw that movie, Bruce Lee Dragon Story, uh, it's an old movie, and at the end of it, they say he died, and I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. So, watching his movies, uh, reading his books, and, uh, you know, getting into Kung Fu, and then his brand of Kung Fu, uh, JKD, is a blend of multiple uh, martial arts. So you have Joe Kong Kung Fu, which is like his uh, kind of style of Wing Chun, and you have Muay Thai, you have, uh, you know, uh, Kali and Panatukin, all the other things blended together, and of course, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So, training all those things together, I never wanted to do MMA. I wanted to do kickboxing because I was a huge kickboxing fan already. And then, we had an MMA class, or we called the Valtudo class at the time, and uh, I had so much fun. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Because for some reason, some part of my brain never put together that you could do all these things at one time. Yeah. You know? And then it was just like, a, a, so much fun class. And then, uh, after that, I just wanted to do it. I started watching it more and getting more into it, getting more into like the art, especially like Pride FC at the time, like everybody having their own style and being so like adamant that this style was the best. Like I love that, you know? It felt pretty awesome. Hell yeah, man. So like we were looking, we saw that uh, like you lost your first like amateur MMA fight. Did that make you kind of just like want to stick to kickboxing? And if not, like what made you like keep uh, striving like to be great, great at MMA? Oh, it was pretty funny. Uh, so the guy I lost that fight to mm-hmm. is actually now the head at the UFC Performance Institute. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that until like just, just in this oh. fight. This guy Clint Watford. So that that's pretty hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> cool realization. But I, I had fun. I remember um, I lost that fight. It was crazy because um I I did tra- I trained all of those arts and uh, I remember going in there going to the jiu-jitsu and then you know my coach at the time said I'm like if he takes you down you know just submit him and I'm like uh, okay and whatever <laughs> yeah and the guy was a really good wrestler and I had a hard time I hit him you know I, I felt like I was like you know able to, 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 to handle him obviously but then the wrestling was too much for me you know so once that fight was over I remember like walking with I remember if it was the uh, if it was the, the the head of the commission or who it was but it was some, some uh, backstage guy he was like oh man you lost man uh, but how do you feel like, I had time in my life man that was, that was awesome <laughs> no, yeah. it was so much fun just being inside of a cage and then and, and, and then like having everybody surrounded it was outside too it was under a tent okay. it was like 97 degrees it was Jeez, everything crazy. you watch a movie and expect it to be like that's what it was I felt like I was man down like I was just <laughs> I had a great time yeah. Oh, yeah that's a great mindset man so uh, you're from like Brooklyn New York right yeah okay now are you a Nets fan Nets fan? Oh, I don't, so, I don't, watch, I don't watch sports at all. Okay, yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, like, I grew up playing video games and watching anime. So, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, one or two names. I know, like, some of the famous people. But, uh, I mean, I'm a fan of the Nets just because I know the Brooklyn team. Mm-hmm. And any team from New York, I'm, I'm like, I'm hoping that they win. But 
but that's about as far as I'm gonna go. I told you, yeah. no worries. Uh, so, what's like the MMA community like in uh, Brooklyn, New York? Oh, well, that's the weird thing, you know. Like, uh, so I trained at Kung Fu School, and that is uh, uh, a weird kind of thing because in martial arts, sometimes it feels like every school is kind of like set apart from each other, and there's no real mm-hmm. like collaboration with people. So it felt very isolated. You know, I and mean, it wasn't legal in New York when I left it. I left it in like 2012 or 13. And I mean, it still wasn't legal in New York. So hmm. it wasn't really a thing. Uh, the kickboxing community is, is really what I knew. I used to be in kickboxing all the time over there. And even that was uh, was kind of separate, you know, as far as my school is concerned. Uh, now, I, I, I assume it's better. You know, I hope so. I hope the people work together more. Because when I came to California... One thing that I thought was awesome, especially at AKA, there were people from different schools training at the same gym. And I think that is amazing. Now, to some people, that might be just, you know, an everyday thing. But to me, it was genius. I'm like, yeah, of course, but the best guys from every school to train together and get better and then go fight other people. Like, there's no reason for, for like, if there's, like, 30 guys, right, from 30 different gyms training together, there's no reason for them to worry about fighting each other when there's, like, a million other guys in other schools that are training to beat them right now. So I thought that was a great idea. Uh, ideal. <laughs> it was a great concept that was happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, that is what I hope happens everywhere. Yeah, man. So in being from New York, do you uh, know the UFC fighter Desmond Green? Uh, Desmond who? Desmond Green. Desmond Green? Oh, uh, no. Oh, okay. He's from Rochester, so I didn't know if you guys had, like, come in contact at any point. Oh, uh, no. I'm from, uh, I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, and I said my, my, school was, uh, my school was more, like, uh, off to the side. But, uh... The fighters that I met while I was in New York, uh, I met Angela Hill a lot of times because we, we uh, kickboxed on the same cards. Uh, I knew of Uriah Hall um, and Weidman. Uh, I, think I might have seen them at, a, at an event before, and, but that's about it. I don't really like get to know anybody. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> so your experience in the Contender Series, that TKO against Tyler Hill was incredible. Um, how was that experience like fighting in that series? Oh, it was cool. Like I, I like fighting guys like Tyler Hill uh, because you know they're, they're, they're bigger than me. <laughs> like I enjoy. It. Like in my mind, I'm a small person, you know. So like when, when I'm fighting a guy that's big, I feel a little bit more like uh, I don't know, like in tune with with, with everything. Everything's how I imagine it. But what was weird about that fight was my reach is longer than him. So his reach, I think, is like three or four inches shorter than mine. And I kept trying to hit him, thinking that. I had to close distance, and that was like a strange thing uh, in the fight. But once I figured that out, everything was fine. The, the atmosphere around the fight was pretty amazing because um, it was like everybody was there to like win, obviously. But like it felt more like people were there to win as opposed to just not lose. You know, like sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like uh, an MMA or all all competition, people don't want to lose, especially because they don't want to get beat up. So that's like a thing. You know, like they just like they come and get the best performance, but. At the contender series, it felt as though they wanted to snatch that win as quickly as possible, make a statement, and uh, that that energy was like it was you know infectious. Everybody had that, so it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So what was like your mindset before that fight? Like, how do you handle uh, with like the nerves with Dana White sitting right there and everything? Like, how do you cope with I, that? I, I didn't see him to be honest. Oh, I, really? Like uh, when I walked in, I walked in to, to fight. Like uh, the thing about it is, and uh, this is something that I think everybody. Uh, if it works for you, thinking this way, it works for me. You know, uh, I fought for a long time, fighting for a long time, 
and you know you can focus on a lot of different things. When you focus on yourself and focus on like what you need to do, like everything else falls into place. If you if you focus on like okay, the guy is faster than me, I gotta be faster than him. What's gonna happen is he's gonna punch you in the face because you're focusing on his speed. When you focus on yourself, saying I gotta be fast, you'll just be fast. You know, like you have to focus on yourself. So doing that for me always gets me in the right place to where I'm able to you know compete to the best of my ability and do what I need to do. Everything else kind of just falls out of place. With that fight. It wasn't even like there was an opponent for me. It was just like, a, and I know it sounds like cliche, there was no opponent for me, you know, but it felt more like I was uh, executing different plans and trying different plans consistently and trying to find one that worked, you know? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, man. So who do you think deserves the next title shot in the welterweight division? Deserves it? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Town Town really deserves it because uh, he, he just had the belt for like, for like a long yeah. time and he lost it. But, uh, you know, I think, I, I just don't even know who's, who's uh, fighting for the butt next. I, I, is, it, is it Covington? It's probably going to be Covington, yeah, yeah. most likely. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure who it is, but I mean, honestly, to me, and I'm not trying to be diplomatic or anything, but everybody that's up there deserves a title shot. I mean, all these guys are in the top five, you know, like they work hard, and they, you know, are surrounded above for a reason. So whoever gets there should definitely deserves to, to get it. But I feel like Willie just deserves it more because he had it for so long. And we, I think everybody feels that he didn't give the, his, his best performance. Yeah. Not, mm. It wasn't good, but it wasn't his best. So I'm sure he probably feels that too. So I would love to see him compete against uh, Usman with you know the, the, the intensity that he usually brings into to the cage. And I'm sure that's going to make Usman compete intensely. And it's going to be a great fight for everybody. Hell yeah, man. Definitely, man. So uh, who do you have on your radar for your next fight? Radar? Yeah. Um, or just really anyone. That's right, to be honest. I yeah. I'm, 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 I, I want to get to a point to where I can fight all the best guys. I've been watching fighting for a long time. I keep, keep mentioning it. And I, I just watch the fights like, man, I'd love to fight that guy. You know? And somehow, I was able to fight Alan Jabin. Mm-hmm. A guy that I've seen and said, man, I'd love to fight that guy. So I'm so happy to get that fight. Uh, now, everybody that's ranked, now I'm just trying to get to a point to where I'm ranked. So people won't be, not to say afraid to fight me, but they won't feel like, you know, I want to fight this guy who's unranked and then, you know, lose. And then, you know, that that's the mindset that I didn't think about before I got here. I, I was more thinking that when I get to the UFC, these guys are going to beat me up for easy payday. I didn't know about this guy's new to take care of him real quick and get back to business. But that's not the case. People are being a lot more, uh, what's the word, I guess, tactical with who they fight. So I want to get to a point to where... I can fight anybody I want because I'm a prize for everybody to, 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 to go after. Oh, yeah, yeah man. So cool. anybody that's ranked, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fight. Fuck yeah, that's a great mindset uh, to have. You guys got anything else? Nah, I think that'll do. Right. Thanks for joining us on the Fightcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you want to give a shout out to like your social media or sponsors, uh, the floor is yours. Um, honestly, like every time like uh, I get asked this question, I need to have like, like a list of people because I always <laughs> forget somebody. But uh, obviously, like you know, my family, friends, everybody. Uh, my team, you know, for, for, for supporting me and, and helping me get, get to this point. And, uh, you know, our sponsors, uh, you know, GFY, you know, uh, Corsair, uh, who else? Um, uh, Sage helped me out with, with my, my Twitch stuff. Like, everybody. You know, everybody that helps me, I'm very grateful, even if I can't even if I remember your name to say it right now, uh, because I realize that, you know, no one has to help anybody, but the fact that they take the time to do it, even people who just send me, like, great messages on, on Instagram or, or like, you know, whatever, just words of encouragement. It's all appreciated because getting into the mindset of victory is not easy. 
especially when you have to go through like you know like cutting weight and like doing interviews or something like that beforehand you know all those things kind of culminate at the end to help get you into the right the right mindset to be able to win the fight so i'm i'm sincerely grateful to everyone that's, that's helped me get to that point oh yeah bro awesome well, all right dwight you, we yeah, appreciate yeah, it man that was a great yeah. interview Right, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, yeah have a good yeah, day. Man. Take it easy. Thanks. All right, boys. That'll do it for another episode of the Fightcast. The White Grant was uh, a great person to interview. Dude, he's so like easy to talk to. Yeah, you know, always had an answer for something. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not like your traditional UFC fighter. I feel like. I mean, he he got like not in a you know in a mean way, but he's got a little nerdy vibes going yeah, on. That's he, cool. That's he, tight. He's you know? a geek, but I fuck with it. Dog. He's he's not like trying to act like a badass. His uh, skills in the cage. Show that he's a badass, but he doesn't have to flex it, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I like Dwight. I, I hope he gets mad dubs. Our Ficast record right now for our interviews are one and three. It's kind of sad. So. Shout out Manny. Yeah, shout out Manny for our only win. Manny's never lo- losing, bro. No, he's not. He's going to win forever. So I think um, Dwight could get us some wins on our uh, resume. But all right, boys, follow us on Instagram, FightCastMMA. Uh, you know, fuck with us. Yeah, make sure you check us out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that good shit. Um, make sure you like, repost, give us a fucking rating. Yeah, we try and get our numbers up. We back, baby. We back. back. Fightcast, we back. All right, boys. Choo-choo. Choo-choo, bitches. Choo-choo, bitches. Choo-choo, bitches. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. You can't suck as a beard is fresh. Choo-choo. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. You can't suck as a beard is fresh. Choo-choo. Choo-choo, motherfuckers.